0: This and is great. Trejo's
1: donuts, <laughs> although it very well could be.
0: Oh, did we start? We started already?
1: I start recording oh, sweet. right when you walk in, so it really just like throws you off. Did you
0: get the hug? And yeah, the, oh no yeah, it fuck, makes you amazing. very uncomfortable. <laughs> Surveillance cameras? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I, I like to really throw you off, like make you uncomfortable, not warm and welcoming it. whatsoever. But you brought donuts. I
0: did. You know, um, that's one of my weaknesses. And uh, this is the other coffee, and so I was like, I can't show up. With sugar on my lips without giving you donuts. No,
1: so now I have sugar on my lips.
0: Uh, Margarita donut. (gasps) Pineapple apple fritter. Oh, shit. uh, horacha. Oh, wow. Or is that coffee beans? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's that one? One, two, three, four, five. Can you eat five donuts? Dude, no. I need your help. (laughs) (laughs) I've already had mine. Okay, well, I'm going to
1: eat whatever one this one is. Let's see.
0: Let's see. I don't know what that is.
1: Make sure I get the ASMR.
0: It's so L.A. Oh, yeah, do the F. Uh,
1: <laughs> mm, this is just like brown sugar. It's just delightful. Trejo's is great. God. Um,
0: <laughs> I can only have one now. I used to be able to inhale like six. But that,
1: I always talk about that with pizza. At some point in my life, yeah. pizza became more than two slices.
0: Yes. Like,
1: I can't sit and
0: have like a slice of pizza. Right. It's four. Well, probably in your 20s. Mm-hmm, when you could do that. I'm 46. I'm older than you. So now it's, I could only have. patients. Asian skinny. So good. I'm 46 <laughs> and um, I could only have about one donut, and then I start feeling sick. Really? Yeah.
1: It's, it's just our bodies slowly um, dying.
0: I like to call it growth.
1: Sure. Yes. Or our inevitable death.
0: I like the positive (laughs) psychology spin on it.
1: Okay, then I should introduce you. Welcome, Confidants, to a glorious, glorious... I uh, was listening to some Kanye earlier, and so now I'm in the um, choir Mm. uh, mood. Another glorious episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we are absolutely sure we don't know. Everything. And our guest this week is a licensed. Okay, so it's a professional. We brought a professional this week, uh, a licensed. Is it MFT, LMFT, yeah, LMAO, it's, so the, it's, LOL?
0: It's, L- it's LOL, <laughs> which because my license is a joke. No, uh, It's LMFT, Licensed Marriage, Marriage Family, Family therapist. therapist. Yeah,
1: You're our first therapist on a podcast oh, where really? I'm basically therapizing every week.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Wow. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, this is John Kim. You are not only an LMFAO, uh, you are also <laughs> a author of a book called, well, a few books, called I Used to Be a Miserable Fuck. Yes. Which I love.
0: Thank you. I had a lot of trouble with the title, a lot of resistance. So, my mm. publishers, uh, Harper One, they wanted to call it that. Ooh, bragging. And, uh, sorry, <laughs> and um, I was like, no, we're not going to call it that. I didn't mm. want to jump on the fuck train. Mm. There's a lot of Wellness books with the word fuck in mm. it. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't know. And then she said, it's in the first paragraph. You should yeah. put it in there. And I sat with it. And I was like, why do I not want this to be the title? Mm. And deeper, I realized it's because I was embarrassed. Well, mm. That a therapist was miserable. I was embarrassed that I was announcing that I was unhappy.
1: And you also have the nickname, the angry therapist. Yes. But spoiler alert, I've been with you for like five minutes. You're not very angry. I used to be. Mm. Yeah. And so, first of all. uh,
0: They're tied from being unhappy. Unhappy. And then
1: too relatable. um, I have a book coming out next year called Don't Fucking Panic.
0: Oh, Awesome. (laughs) That's
1: amazing. <laughs> when I heard you talking that about... That gives me anxiety. Yeah. The title alone yeah. makes me panic. Well, it's uh, <laughs> Don't Fucking Panic or Do It's Up to You. Uh, it's all about like panic disorder and anxiety and, and depression. But when you were talking about not having fuck in the title, I went through the exact same thing. Oh, like
0: people are going to judge you on it.
1: Yeah, not only that, but it does seem a little bit trendy to have a cuss word in your title, like, you are a badass, yes. or, um, you know, yes. but I used to be a miserable fuck, you're really taking it on, you're, you're making yourself, uh, I think that was
0: her argument, is like, yeah. it's used in a different way, yeah, and there's ownership with this, yeah, and it's very personal, yeah, which is different than just saying, like, you what know. I'm doing, no, no, that's not true, <laughs> that's not true, um, no,
1: no, I, I've kind of owned it, it's definitely part of my brand, like the cussing and the intensity. Right. Right. Um, but well, that's
0: why you have so many uh, followers and listeners and all that. I think because if you weren't transparent, people mm. wouldn't.
1: Well, so what I say bounces off of me and reflects right back sure. onto to you, sir, <laughs> sure. because why don't you tell our listeners who are, Spoiler alert, mostly women, mostly mm. age 15 to 30. Okay. So we skew a little bit young here, but we're wise. We're old, we're grown. Oh yeah. We're, we're a little woke over here. I say that unironically as a white lady in Los Angeles. Um, but why don't you tell us your story a little bit about how you got dubbed the angry thing? Yes.
0: Can I just insert that I am deathly allergic to cats and yes. I didn't know that she had cats. No, this just makes Dude. it more interesting. And she, she offered me Benadryl and I said no.
1: Which is ballsy.
0: Because I want to make it exciting. So now there's a ticking clock. So I have you about I have about 40. So I want to see the color change in my face. John. I want to lose my vision. Yeah. Like if we're going to go there, Nose let's go there. Nose
1: gone. See you later. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: want Ben. I though. have
1: um, an EpiPen in case you go into anaphylactic shock.
0: Perfect. That's all we need. Okay, good. That's all we need. This is going to be um, exciting. This
1: is going to be like Pulp Fiction by minute 30. I'm just <laughs> yeah, stabbing exactly. you in the chest. Yeah, I, I'm so right. sorry. I usually put that in the email. Like, by the way, if your client's allergic, I have two cats. I forgot. I didn't even with think about you. it. Yeah. I was rushing because I changed yeah. the time on you. You're very flexible. Thank you so much. But it's my fault.
0: No, it's all good. The universe I, brought us here. So. I think it was meant. Yeah, it was yeah, meant absolutely. to be. We'll see. It's going to make things <laughs> exciting. Um, so 10 years ago, I went through a divorce mm. and uh, left with. Um, nothing uh, just a pillow in my car oh my god what? it was a tempurpeutic pillow That's, oh well she got the bed rich rich yeah rich rich <laughs> um, and I really I had to start all over and I, I don't I'm not saying this because I know a lot of people oh, I had to start like I literally had no friends mm. um, I switched careers I was your just identity a revolved
1: around your partner yes mm. yes
0: um, and uh, put her on a pedestal mm. the relationship was very lopsided I just mm. kind of lost myself I had no sense of self mm. and um, I I uh, my my parents wanted to give me their Forerunner because that's what Korean parents do. Mm. They want to just buy you things. <laughs> and I was like, I don't need a car. I need a hug. <gasps> And, and they were uh, like, well, what's a hug? What's a hug? <laughs> yeah, here's cash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my mom bought me a little white MacBook. Remember mm. those little? Oh, yeah. And then on that, I decided uh, I had so much time on my hands. I was like, okay, I'm just going to create a blog. <laughs> Tum- Tumblr I? was big.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: And I just called it The Anger Therapist. And I just wow. started documenting. So I didn't mean for anyone to see it. Mm. It was just a personal diary. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it started I started documenting from my broken heart, to wow. um, finding crossfit and buying a motorcycle and wow. tattoos and stuff I, I, I
1: have so many questions about all of the things you just said oh. uh you decided as a therapist getting your license to be transparent about your own feelings
0: yes yeah, so this was not on what? purpose <laughs> right i know and i think this is what's interesting because i didn't it wasn't like to master plan like i i didn't go into like uh, yeah, i didn't hire a, st- a brand right person or strategist, strategist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um i wasn't even on social media i was just in a dark place Mm. and i think what people uh found interesting about my blog was like oh here's a therapist pulling the curtain back and Mm. saying that he's in pain and hurting and Mm. not perfect But you're human yeah and i think so i think kind of like i humanized myself on accident without without knowing Mm. it and then i think that's what made it kind of interesting
1: yeah because if i wasn't
0: a therapist i don't think anyone would have (laughs) read
1: well no that's it's a good point because uh I am a huge proponent of therapy. I, like I said, mm. like I can't talk about it enough. At one point, I had four therapists. I was in rehab for a while. Mm. I am sponsored by a, a therapy app. Like I am very oh, nice. pro therapy. I'm like, I love it. yeah. Uh, I think everyone should be in therapy. Hundred percent. I don't give a There's fuck. There's too much you are.
0: stigma behind therapy. Totally.
1: And I think we'll get to that. But yes. th- my point being is, I've seen so many therapists, and I've never, not until my most recent therapist, did I feel like they were also a person.
0: Where, yes, so it's changing now. I wonder yeah. if that has to do with it—the the, the, the temperature and culture of self betterment. But yeah. in therapy school, we're taught to be very neutral. And mm. if you were to, you know, if I was your therapist and you were like, hey, you asked me a personal question instead of answering it, I would just be like, I wonder where that's coming from. Yeah, you know, so you put I it would, back on me. Yes. it's
1: all about me, which I normally love. But after a point, you're like, <laughs> right. does this person have a fucking right. soul? Exactly. Like, are you gay? Are you straight? Do you have a dog? Exactly. Like Where does your life experience come from that will give you any? Yes. Uh, validity to giving me life experience. It, and it, sorry, I'm going to keep doing this. It produces glue. I can hear you. Oh, you can hear me. It's you like can't a,
0: hear me. Um, I think that produces glue, transparency, mm. vulnerability.
1: So was this scary for you or were you really like, you know what? I'm not a world renowned like Tony Robbins. I got nothing to lose. Fuck yes. it. And you weren't expecting people to be like, "Oh my God, a therapist that's a person who's angry."
0: Yeah. And so I think it would have been harder. Up. It would have been more <laughs> difficult if I had already been an author and all of that, of course, mm-hmm. right? But when you, yeah, no they'd one be knows like, you. He's having a
1: breakdown. <laughs> right.
0: Um, no one. No. No one knew me. I didn't know anyone. So there, it wasn't. Difficult because I had nothing to lose. Yeah, I was just fucking around on Tumblr. So
1: I want to like stereotype you a little bit because Korean culture, like we mentioned, like there's not really a lot of talk about feelings, and especially a man, uh, and especially you mentioned you're 45. Like this, 46. Oh, well, I was being nice. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think age is a privilege. (laughs) Uh, I'm so jealous how old you are. I can't wait Mm -hmm. to turn 30 next year. But I think you. Uh, I've listened to your backstory, so I'm not just like assuming. But mm. you grew up in a in a culture that was kind of uh, frowned upon with feelings, with sharing your feelings and being true. to Yeah, who you are. I
0: think um, um, Asian culture in general, but specifically Korean, because I don't mm. want to speak for er- everyone. But uh, um, lots of machismo, mm-hmm. lots of um, man being um, kind of stoic. Uh, you know, you don't know, talk about your feelings. You go head get things done. Of, yeah, all of mm-hmm. that stuff. And uh, so I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, uh, growing up, I had no model of what it would look like to actually express my feelings. So, like a,
1: a m- the make of the man, the mold you had come to know, and you were kind of rebelling against that.
0: Uh, yes, because I had because I was I was in my lo- my rock bottom, and I had nothing left but feelings. So oh, I was like, oh, fuck. well, this is all, I have nothing else to show but my feelings. You were like, I
1: can't help it. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't I help it. Left. It was <laughs> like either
0: I talk about my feelings or I stay miserable. <laughs> you know. Um. But uh, I, I think, I think that's a problem. I think mm-hmm. that uh, I think it's changing now. But I, I think there's slowly. a lot slowly, and mm-hmm. I think um, it's not just Asian, but just generationally. Yeah, um, it's a really rich time to kind of redefine um, what a man looks like, mm. uh, especially because of locker rooms. Yeah, and Look, it doesn't matter. President. Yeah, it's, it's every, all the way that down. Um, this idea that showing yourself and being vulnerable and talking about your feelings is actually mm-hmm. a strength, not a weakness.
1: And I, I think that you, again, like I keep saying, I think you were really taking a chance by showing your your truth back when you yeah. did it because it was so radical to do so. When you started to gain success of showing your flaws, how were you able to A, stay a respectable therapist? Yeah. So I, I
0: started, so that was the thing. It wasn't so much that I had like a, like following or anything like that, mm. but it was like, how would I be perceived in my therapy community? Right. And so I, well, my, my therapist journey, um, and this is something that no one talks about, uh, was very lonely.
1: Mm. very expensive Ooh.
0: and I have a problem with the system in that they the board puts a lot of shoulds on you so Ooh. after becoming a therapist uh, one of the things you can't do is use the internet to see clients unless they're in your own state really yes and so the webcam had just, just come out and people were using the internet and I was like why can't we use technology to help people around the world?
1: Around the world.
0: So I called myself a coach, so that mm. way I could hop the fence. Got it. Um, started my own online school called Journey Coaching, right. and we started training people to work in, in a way that's honest to them. And they're not therapists; they're mm-hmm. coaches. So I mm-hmm. want to just say we're not. Sure. I'm not trying to. Um, I'm not trying to say that we're. I'm training therapists, but. No, but yeah. I think. Um, We live in a world where now you can help ways in even like with your book Mm -hmm. or the stuff that you do. There are ways that you are a catalyst to other people totally. Um, that can be creative, yeah, and that can be honest. And it doesn't have to just be going into the therapy room with the silver Mm -hmm. balls and the couch and the the wrinkle free pants, yeah, you know, all of that stuff. So,
1: you you just brought up something that I never thought about, which is the loneliness Mm -hmm. of. Getting your license, can yes. you speak a little bit more about that?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so I have a lot to say about this. Um, it okay, so you have to get your master's, yeah, which is great. And that was really fun. Um, love it. <laughs> no, that was fun. It's it was two years, okay. I just love psychology. Okay. Okay. It was the first time in my life that I got straight A's, but I think it's because I paid for it myself. Um, and then a more pressure, yeah. My SAT scores were low. I'm not an academic Same. person, yeah.
1: Dropped out of three colleges.
0: Oh, my SAT scores were so low. The vice president, uh, vice principal called me down and said, Is everything okay at home? Oh. <gasps> And I was like, if I wasn't Asian, would you be asking oh, me? Oh,
1: man. Yeah.
0: But anyway, um, the, that experience was great, but they don't tell you you have to get 3,000 hours to become licensed. 3,000? Yes. And so a lot That's of things. That's like a face, third of
1: Malcolm Gladwell's rule.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's it's a lot. A little bit less than a third. Um, it's a <laughs> lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. And so what happens is it took me, I took a year break, but it took me six years.
1: Holy shit. And
0: in that six years, because you're not a licensed therapist yet you don't get paid like what you're working for like you know i worked in a nonprofit for like wow. 30 grand a year wow and then so at by the end of the 6 years you start to get burnt out right there's no self care uh, a lot of people start working in um, uh, social workers on in the trenches mm-hmm. really like low income areas right. and the passion that you had to help people going in slowly starts to yeah, and by you're
1: not okay <laughs> yeah and so by
0: the time you're licensed you're like I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah,
1: how did you stay? Was it was it the, the blog? One hundred percent. So
0: if it wasn't for the internet and the blog that gave me a voice and a different way to help yeah. people, um, I would have quit. And, it would have been just too much.
1: And do you think that loneliness drove any of your anger in your your name, the angry therapist? Were you kind of over it, like sticking it to the man? Like I'm just going to yes. talk about my shit <laughs> yes. because I. I- Absolutely. Can't help it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I kind of channeled my heartbreak uh, to the anger and then the anger at the system. And then, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to do my own thing, put on a yeah. cape and try to like help people And the, you I'm
1: paved like, a new way. Like, I don't think we're realizing too that, like, the internet was booming, but not in a way, not like therapy. Like, therapy apps just became popular. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, um,
0: pay, like so. I, I remember crying once. Uh, so they had the webcams outside. Jealous. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was crying. I, I I I had this moment where I helped someone, and I wasn't asking for anything back. I was start. I was ask, answering long emails and questions and stuff like that on Tumblr, and she PayPal just came out. She paypal PayPal'd me twenty bucks, <gasps> and it wasn't the twenty bucks, obviously. But I was like, so I had two feelings. One, I felt like. Oh my god, someone just paid me for answering an email. Like I felt valuable.
1: Yeah. I felt heard.
0: It was, yeah. it was from my Tumblr community, not from like psychology right. today, right? Right. And then two, I was like, oh my God, you can make money online. <laughs> and then so those two things kind of changed everything for
1: me. So you you built your brand up as being sort of this blog, angry therapist, coach. Uh, you're you also have a texting service where people yeah, that's can new. sign up. Right. Where um, you can get kind of coaching daily. Weekly? Yeah, I just send I
0: send a daily text to um inspire. To people. Yeah. You know, and uh and I, there's programming behind it. So every it's like a it's like fitness programming where every week it kind of changes mm. the theme. So maybe one week's codependency, one week's whatever. Mm. Um, anxiety or yeah. panic attacks and then just kind of in a text because i just feel like that's the way we learn (laughs) well yeah (laughs) i'm just adapting to technology and you know before i think email was big but now no one looks at their email right it's like spam yeah so i think i turn it off but you look at your text yeah even if you pretend like you don't yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. i'll reread text for no
1: reason i'll just go scroll through but i think there's something to to like what they're doing now with the online therapy where even two years ago I would be like there's no fucking way I can never have a human connection with someone through my screen like meanwhile I'm literally like DMing and swiping and and liking like that's how we form relationships whereas now you know I realized what I think I was missing with my therapists was the comfort of being in my own bed Mm. in my pajamas with my M&M's in my drawer that I could sneak to. Whereas when I would go to someone's practice, it was like, sure, it felt like I was finding a space for therapy and I could leave things in the room. But I also felt an uncomfortability, kind of a coldness, a bit of a distance. Whereas now with these online therapy apps, um, you can talk about
0: your feelings to eat donuts.
1: What do you think I'm doing right now? Why do I think right. I invited you over right. here? Um, okay, so let's go a little bit So back. it's all changing
0: and it's all good. You're it's absolutely all, right. It's all good. Right. And I
1: think you're doing something swell with adapting or dying um, in the way that your practice is sort of um, a little bit digital. Uh, which I feel like is very millennial. I just noticed your tattoo. Is that your birth chart?
0: Yes, this is a birth chart that I cut into half because the, the circle would be too much.
1: I also just got my birth chart tattooed. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, oh, is that what
0: that, that is? Yeah.
1: Well, it's without the circle. I took the circle off of it because oh, I didn't nice. want to be contained. I like it. And my psychic was like, I think you did that on purpose because you're a free bird. Ugh. What's That's your very sign? very cool. Uh, Aries. Okay. Horns. I'm Leo. Fire. What, uh, what's your rising?
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That oh,
1: stuff. Okay. Uh, not important. Just yeah, good yeah. to know. Um, so moving on. So you become this wildly successful, unfiltered. Therapist who's like an anti therapist, right? You're, yeah. you're, I don't know
0: about wildly successful, but definitely. <laughs> so, 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 so I, I wasn't Iron Man, um, you know, dancing and all that stuff. I was mm. a, a guy in the basement doing the pull ups, <laughs> making those electric whips. I was okay. that guy. Okay, let me yeah, yeah, rephrase yeah. this
1: wildly <laughs> successful to someone who thinks most therapists are are uh, unrelatable, in, in that you've kind of I'm become sure. like an everyman's therapist. I was very
0: kind of underground and like, who's that weird Ooh. dude like riding a motorcycle? and doing you know like (laughs) pull-ups and talking about his feelings how's that yeah because you
1: were now deciding that you weren't going to have an office
0: I've never had an office yeah I just well first of all (laughs) I couldn't afford it because of grad school and all of that stuff um and uh I was like if we're going to do life let's if we're going to talk about life let's do life while we're talking I thought that was interesting so I started to see clients like uh we went on a walk around Silver Lake wow and she was like oh my god this is amazing. Is it takes amazing. exactly 50 minutes, by the way, to get a, like, oh,
1: there you go. a nice little a walk. A perfect session. Yeah, it was
0: perfect. And she was like, this is um, – I can't believe it. And, then, yeah. and I was like, oh, you liked it. She's like, yeah, like actually walk and talk, you know. Yeah. um, It wasn't creepy or anything. I mean, you, you still have to have <laughs> – You're like, oh, yeah, you
1: like that walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I
0: don't sleep with my clients or really anything like that. Um There's actually in the back of a therapist magazine, I forget, but all the therapists have lost their licenses and they stamp you back there. Yeah, I'm not in that. Thank God. Yet. No, we Um, only
1: have verified, validated, good people on this podcast. (laughs) I still have
0: my license. I don't know where it is, but I still have it. Um, (laughs) But then I started to bring people into CrossFit boxes and then a lot of coffee shops Mm. and I've learned that clients actually don't mind a casual setting. Right. Yeah. So last week I met a couple in the park. And they were like it was amazing.
1: You do couples counseling? I do a lot of couples counseling. Okay, I was yeah. gonna ask sorry, I'm eating while I'm doing this. I'm not sorry, you guys know me. Um I was gonna ask your thoughts on couples counselling. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me how maybe meeting in a setting like the park makes things feel different?
0: Yes. Um, there is something about going into a room and announcing that you and your <laughs> boyfriend or girlfriend is now seeing a couples therapist. Yep. And there's something, and I think especially for men, like there's something about like, oh, it's almost like going to the principal's office. Yeah. You you guys are in trouble. Yeah. It's time to, to quote unquote work on yourself. For an hour? Right. Be angry. Right. And <laughs> Exactly. Um, but meeting in a park, although you're technically... Doing the same thing on paper, the feeling of it—like we were outside at Echo Park where they had those Swan boats Ooh, beautiful. and kids. And it's it was so shady. nice. Yeah, we just—they—they they brought a blanket. And we sat.
1: Wow. And it was just like
0: casual conversation. Oh my god, I want to do that. They drove from San Diego to do that. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. I
1: just started. I haven't like announced this publicly, and I don't know if I should without my partner. But I don't care. Just started couples therapy. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's been very interesting because the first thing I want to do after the session's over is Facetime with my therapist
0: (laughs) oh so you go to couples and then you go to you have individual and then you have couples I have individual
1: and like well I don't necessarily always have individual right after couples therapy but I feel that's like my first feeling is like I don't want to I'm too nervous to take this energy anywhere Mm. I feel like I need to call my therapist and like make sure I'm good and like I think it may be because it does have that feeling of being in a room that is like a principal's office a little bit and it can be the most comfortable like fucking uh crystals and like soft couches and shit but it's It's not going into the building signing in.
0: is but you know what that being said i think it's important and valuable and i'm sure that it's Mm. helping you know oh absolutely i wouldn't
1: do it i don't do anything in my life i don't want to (laughs) do
0: i've got to that point where i've
1: realized life is short but sweet for certain and to only do things and spend time with and especially when it comes to oh my god we could talk about the healthcare system and how expensive mm. fucking therapy is and oh, shit geez. i would that's
0: a whole another thing yeah yeah you're right. that's a whole another
1: episode but
0: insurance and I yeah mean, no one can afford that dude it
1: makes me anxious and depressed having to think about calling my insurance agent and that right. is not healthy like yeah. i don't feel taken care of i don't feel like they're looking out for my health and well-being Anyways, this is not that episode. Let's talk a little bit about masculinity. Yes. This is a podcast that mostly women or Mm -hmm. people who identify as women listen to. Yes. But I've listened to you speak on other podcasts where you talk a lot about the fatherless America. Yes. What do you mean by that?
0: Um, And and, and I got to say, when we talk about masculinity and definitions of man, Mm -hmm. which is what Miserable Fuck is kind of about, it's not about me putting my definitions on any man. Mm. I just want to say that yeah. it's about encouraging other men to go on their man journey to find out their mm-hmm. own, like to create their own definitions that like are the hopefully f- new.
1: The idea of a man
0: journey—it never ends. <laughs> it never ends. Oh, that's good to yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it started with me when I was working in nonprofit, you know, making that thirty k. Oh, God bless you. And with the khakis, and oh. and I remember. Um, there was a lot of resistance because I was like, "Ah, oh, I got my master's. What am I doing here?" But it was actually the most I've learned as far as, wow. as a therapist, um, working in addiction, teenagers. Oh wow! Yeah, I did. I remember LA. reading that. And I learned that the common thread. Um, and I worked there for five years, so I probably treated. I mean, like literally thousands of kids and their their wow. parents, no dad. So either dad wow. was gone mm-hmm. or dad was not present, meaning mm. he was at home, but he wasn't emotionally there. Yeah. And so the result of that, I work with directly, which was um, women who stood too close, mm. uh, boys who either wanted to fight me or be me, mm. and then all of them struggling with either, um, well, all addictions, of course, but also um, low self-esteem, mm. tons of anger, mm. uh, just just no self-worth and value. Which is
1: unique because they're being raised by women.
0: Yes, and I think the women were busy just trying to fucking put food on the right. table and ma- make things work. Yeah, And so I, and I don't think it. one's more important <laughs> than the other. Right, sure. But just the fact that we they just didn't have any positive male role model.
1: Right, yeah. and is it too stereotypical to think like all people without dads are gonna be fucked up? And like, I can't think of... Like, every family has their shit, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, even if you had a good relationship with your dad, which like show me one person (laughs) did but is it is it like why is it different with men than women
0: Mm, i think because the role that the father plays is different from um from from men and women
1: and even now with like gay dads sorry
0: yeah (laughs) wait hold on let me wipe my face (laughs) Um, you
1: brought the donuts i did no i
0: love it i still love the idea um (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I don't. I think it's it's different uh, depending on the individual, um, what happened, how they're wired. I mean, there's so many factors. Um, but the fact that of uh, know that in the in the picture, whether emotionally gone or physically, mm. uh, there's no way that's not going to impact the family unit right. and the child in some way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Totally. They get very thirsty if if dad's not around. They start to find. That in someone else, mm-hmm. and if that someone else is unhealthy, mm-hmm. if he's the guy outside the high school driving mm-hmm. the Trans Am that mm-hmm. shouldn't be there, mm-hmm. right? Or if he's like don't a, get in that guy's van, yeah, or <laughs> or if he's like a, a you know whatever just Macho, alpha whatever yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or, that we find in Community locker rooms figure yeah yes or the druggy or whatever Um, that's how we start to go down the the wrong path. Right. I think it was Brene Brown who said with oh, addiction. Yeah, she's great. She said, um, the gene loads the gun and then the environment pulls the trigger.
1: That's really interesting too, because yes. I feel like we we talk about like how do we break this chain of toxic masculinity and I think there's a million ways, right? It can yeah. start out on a on a, a very personal like um micro level, like who are the guys that are the popular guys in high school, sure. who sure. are uh, the guys that are, um, you know, that, that, the football stars, like very stereotypical, like American movie, which is what I grew up in, like right. a Southern town yeah, where football is yeah. King and that kind of thing. And girls do cheerleading guys, you know, now we know gender is a spectrum, blah, 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 blah. but there's also this idea of like, who are our celebrities? How are like our men yeah. Presenting themselves, and now we are luckily the generation below us, I think, is getting so smart. Like they are understanding that men can cry and, and show their feelings. Yeah. And then we've got motherfuckers like Timothy Chalamet and Harry Styles yeah. versus you know the Brad Pitts and the rocks right, right. Of, of generation above us. Yeah. Um do you find that having this generation behind us is this might be an, a, a a confusing question, so let me try and get my thoughts out properly. Do you find that our force meeting sort of this old school Dr- Donald Trump era mm. of men mm-hmm. is creating more friction than good? Like, are we seeing toxic masculinity spike? Or are we seeing, is it sort of environmental? Is it like the the metropolis cities that we're relying on to bring in all the soft boys? Like, I is think, it worse or better?
0: I think the, the, the good that has come from... um caricatures like donald trump Mm -hmm. and that portray of of a man is really good because it shows you the contrast Mm. and once you see the contrast you're like oh okay now i'm i have a more clear definition of where i want to go and who i want to be um if all you saw were amazing men (laughs) there's a chance you might think you're not amazing Mm. do you know what i'm saying like women Right, exactly, <laughs> right. But if you start to see whether it's political, or movie stars or whatever, mm-hmm. um, people you don't want to be, you might start looking inward or looking or getting more picky and having mm-hmm. some non-negotiables and deciding, oh, I actually want don't want to be any of these people, but mm-hmm. I want to be – It's like a yeah. So I think the contrast is important.
1: So – Uh, Again, like we live in Los Angeles. We kind of live in a bubble where we're seeing these Timothy Chalamet's and Harry Styles type men. But when I go home for, you know, Thanksgiving or the holidays back to Florida and I go back to my (laughs) high school where, you know, I'll give like a talk about the industry and I see these kids that I just want to shake, you know, talking to our audience specifically, like maybe they're in the high school or college age. What are some things that you can do on a... uh, pubescent level, maybe yeah, I can say. Like, yeah. those are the worst fucking people. <laughs> it's, it's, it's also, it's
0: also the, the most difficult for them because at that age, we're just sponges. Yeah, we you don't know, know what
1: just, the – we have so many emotions. We don't know who yeah, we I are. Yeah, I mean, to tell
0: a 15-year-old to not seek approval and validation is almost oh,
1: impossible. Like, I, how do you do that? You don't.
0: You know? But if you're 40, yeah, yeah that's different. You so know? is
1: it just about, like, changing, like, classes in high school to, like, favor self we're like, how do we actually I, I, I do that? I think this? it
0: takes uh, leaders, teachers, mm-hmm. um, influencers, mm-hmm. other people to kind of create because the kids are absorbing constantly. Mm-hmm. And so, right mm-hmm. now, they're absorbing social media, right. podcasting, like this. Yeah. So, it's a great door into mm-hmm. injecting new definitions. Yeah. Um, and then, hopefully, that will give them to start having some conversations with themselves. Yeah. And then the mm-hmm. courage to be different.
1: So, it's still kind of our generation's job.
0: I, I yeah I think it's every generation's job forever that's okay yeah. fair
1: point yeah, <laughs> but know. I'm like we still have stake in this game like no well I think it's just it, the generation I, I think what's exci- <laughs> well I think
0: what's exciting now is there's actually I uh, uh, honestly I think there's actually a a, a chance at change mm-hmm. so like if we were in the 50s it would be it's like shocking, don't even, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah don't yeah. even bother yeah it's that whole Norman yeah. Rockwell painting yeah. and the shoulds um, <laughs> but now I think um and it's not just, just the, the masculinity, just everything like wellness and mm-hmm. fitness mm-hmm. and you know meditation right, and the right. power, just words like vulnerability and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like it's and now, pe- <laughs> yeah, people are talking about it. And Our so,
1: fucking Christmas picture this year says gratitude on it. <laughs> I just had to share that. I was like, mom. Get, get out of here. Stop. Did she send it to you? She sent me oh. a, a copy of it. And she oh. was like, here's our Christmas card this
0: year. It says gratitude. You're saying that because it, 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 it sounds false. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah. mom, okay. no one's going
1: to believe a fuck right. that we have right. gratitude.
0: Well, that's the other thing about wellness is, um, one, it's great because it's commercializing.
1: Yeah, but...
0: It's, it's forming a crust. Yeah. So there's a lot of people wearing the t shirt. Mm. So- okay.
1: So, do you feel that way about toxic masculinity? Like, you know, we're sure. getting, we're getting, I mean, like, sure. I don't want to speak for my partner when he's not here, but I do all the time. So, fuck it. It's my own podcast. I do what I want. But he grew up in a very toxic, masculine mm. Boston, yep. toughen up guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, he would joke about how he only ever slept with women for other dudes. Like he only wow. had sex so that right. he could go back to his friends it, and it fucked points. him up yeah, where yeah, it was yeah. like, Oh, now do I know what is intimacy even really right, is. Right.
0: So it was about the scoreboard. Yeah. It was right. about the
1: scoreboard. So, so I forgot where I was going this, with this question. Maybe it was just like how, Oh, that's what it was is, is we have these men who are like our age, our generation was who, who, who have gone. Wow. I was a shitty teen. Like maybe I, I used the F word mm-hmm. against like, uh, the LGBT community or like, you know, I used to say things were gay back mm-hmm. in the day. Sure, and it was like, now I'm like, Oh, the worst thing you can yeah, yeah That's the worst yeah. thing you can throw at someone. Like, right. So, do we? How do? How does someone that maybe, maybe someone who's listening to this podcast, maybe their boyfriend or their husband or their partner used to be one of those people? How do we forgive and forget? How do we move forward? How do we give men the space to grow into better men?
0: God, I would say um, non judgment. Mm. So can't every, relate. Explain. Everyone <laughs> has everyone has their story and mm. their journey and their definitions. Um, based on their experiences, but also their upbringing, right? Mm-hmm. You growing up mm-hmm. in, a, South, in a, I'm assuming a red grass, state, Ohio, yeah. is going to be very different than me growing mm-hmm. up in Los Angeles, right, right. right? You going to football games mm-hmm. and me stealing car stereos and skating <laughs> and shit. So, um, we all have our stories, yeah. right? So, I think judgment, and this is the other thing that's happening today that I think is dangerous, is there's more separation than ever. Mm. So. Uh, judgment becomes a crowbar. Yep, you know cancel culture. Bye. Right, so it's uh understanding someone's story and where they're at, and not judging them, mm-hmm. but leading by example. Mm. So instead of coming at people, come with them. Ooh, by doing your thing, whatever Love your thing that. is, because then they'll see something in you. Yeah, because if you tell someone to, to, to if I said to, to someone like your boyfriend, mm-hmm. this is what a man looks like. Mm-hmm he would be like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck yeah. you. And I would be the same way, right? Yeah. Um, but if I said this was my story and this is how I'm living my mm. life and whatever, take what you want or not, right. um, he'll be more curious. You know how you go to feed a pigeon and if you feed a pigeon with Often. an open hand? <laughs> I do it every day. Uh, they, they, This way, right? Yeah. But if you're running at them, they're, you'll they're never, like, what the fuck? Right. Oh, and wow. There's a you lot just used that as a good metaphor. Don't use my shit. <laughs> I, there's a lot of people today... Pigeon um, coming men after are pigeons. pigeons, going after wow. pigeons, trying yeah. to feed them, instead oh. of the, the open shoving
1: hand. it down their throat. Yes, yes. Yeah. That
0: there's a lot of com- people coming at yeah. people, especially with the internet. Yeah, and just all oh, the noise. So and the quick to just yeah. write people off yes. and not
1: give people space to grow. Um, I'm curious how you would give any advice for men that are in a group of friends where someone calls a girl a hot piece of ass or a slut mm. or you know how do you even begin to Encroach on the interweavings of that masculine circle, because bro friendships are fucking crazy. Yeah, like I think yeah, we we tend yeah. to like in media and movies dumb them down. It's like oh bro, 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 yeah. but like they're fucking crazy. Like if you get ostracized from your group as a man, it's like losing your I- entire sure. identity. Uh, absolutely, or Espe- it's toughen up and get over especially it.
0: Especially if you did do- you grew up without a dad. And so Ooh. they become your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot who said this. They, they. Oh God, someone said that um, teenage boys are more dangerous together than any man because Ooh. they will do anything Yeah, because they're too to, uh, invincible. invincible or they don't want to be um, looked up, down upon or be the one that's kind of shunned out of the group.
1: Oh, if I see a group of teens walking down the street, I'll cross the other side.
0: Right. I'm terrified of that. And that's because, again, they're sponges Mm -hmm. and they're they're willing to exchange their truth for membership. Damn, truth for membership. Yeah, and so me, it wasn't until my divorce, and that was the one, and I talk about that all the time. That's one of the first things that actually made me realize, oh, I'm a child. Ooh. Is that that's what I was doing, exchanging my truth membership constantly
1: so how do you get your truth back girl
0: well you gotta first you gotta (laughs) first um kind of like know what your truth is and your truth how the fuck
1: does anyone know that i
0: think i think it changes you know Mm. um but being just being really honest with yourself and then uh, of course you know truth is a very generic word so depending on what feels real to you yeah um and then holding on to that and not allowing yourself to give that away in exchange Mm. for whatever approval validation Mm. i don't know sex money whatever it is the Mm. anything external right so do you
1: think it's I wouldn't say. Do you think it's easy to stand up in a group of dude friends, or do you think no, do you think it's, it's hard? Like brave. It's like- hard.
0: I struggle with it today, really? you know, because I have different like tribes You're a of therapist. friends. You're supposed to be perfect. No, I'm not perfect at all. You're supposed to know all the answers no, to socializing. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have my uh, like my my athlete friends uh-huh. that are all ripped and shredded, yeah. and very manly. Crossfit bros. And, yeah, riding yeah. motorcycles with them, and then I have my kind of sensitive friends that mm. I could go and uh, these are older guys that I eat crepes mm. with, oh, and we talk cute. about our feelings. So I have different types of kind yeah. of. Man- and you know, okay. and some that overlap, but yeah, it's really hard to go into um, the locker room and with the athletes mm-hmm. and try to be sensitive or vulnerable because the first thing they'll do is make fun of you. Right. And the reason they're going to make fun of you isn't coming from a bad place. It's so they could connect, but you're also mm. challenging their definition. Right. Right?
1: And they don't like to be challenged. They
0: don't like to be challenged. Right. And so instead of looking inward, they're going to hold up a mirror or yep. you know, and I also allow it, so I'm responsible. Because <laughs> you're for
1: that. like, I'm tough. I'm the angry therapist. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting what you just said about holding up a mirror, because my partner always says something about like who your friends are, like a reflection of yourself. Sure. And so, like if he ever found himself in a space with some bros who were shitting on women, like literally five feet away from them, and I'd be like elbowing them under the table, mm. it was easy for him because now he's 30 and he has his own brain right I don't know if you think that this is something that comes with age but like for instance you don't really have your own space to think right like you don't have your own space to be like oh religion's actually a sham sorry for anyone out there but like I had to be so far removed and go through so many life experiences to be able to say like the church shaped so much of my thinking now I'm able to see that clearly do you think that like masculinity Masculinity, toxic masculinity, can only be broken with age or experience. I wouldn't say
0: only, but I think age is a factor. Um, I think men generally start turning the corner around thirty; mm. they start to ask different questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, you're not going to be twenty-one asking. I mean, you might be, but usually, like twenty-one, you're I. You're not
1: like I should use a condom. You condo. just want to get yeah,
0: <laughs> twenty-one. You're just trying to get laid and, yeah. and, and be accepted, yeah. and you're out trying to like yeah, hustle. Right. You want you want stories still. You want stories, yeah. yeah. Thirty, you start asking, hmm, I wonder, you know, if I did this differently, I wonder if I started to respond instead of react. What would that look like? Ooh,
1: I love that.
0: I wonder why I'm falling into these patterns. I want like all that stuff, mm. and also your definitions of love starts to change.
1: No. Yeah. Your, how about yours?
0: Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, you yes.
1: value things that are just not only pussy. <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> now
0: I want pussy and the the, the tits and the ass. <laughs> Hell yeah! Before it was just the pussy. No, now, no,
1: and now now it's. I want all the whole free. package now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it changed for me. So there's a couple things that changed. One is I believe less in the lightning in the bottle. Okay. And more in the slow burn. And this oh. is something I've learned just recently in a couple of years. Sure. Um, I used to think that the lightning, the whole, like, see someone across yeah. the room, like, that was love and <gasps> yeah. intensity, and mm-hmm. I think that is most of the time dysfunction. Right. That's, like, the addict Al-Anon. Oh, yeah, or sure. All, you know, codependency sure. measurement, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, we have to have chemistry. I'm not yeah. saying to, like, just start no, dating your friends. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> You're like,
1: I'm bored, great. <laughs> yes, and also,
0: um, I care less about... Uh, how do I explain this? I think you have to swim past the breakers to Ooh, build something real and sustainable.
1: That's an interesting. Most people don't don't. I never. I, I was. I. I had fairy tale imagery yeah, in my of brain, and it
0: movies. Com- yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I okay. love. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it. I did a podcast with Terry Warren, who was like, she's dubbed the godmother of herpes. Like mm-hmm. she uh, mm-hmm. pioneered herpes research, and she said something that like fucking blew my mind. She was like, "It's harder to find a good person than." Wait, now I'm going to fuck up her quote. Basically, like, oh, look ass. past the... <laughs> yeah. Good person versus... Like, yeah, like, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you Abs. find a good person who has herpes, I implore you to look beyond the herpes because oh, it's harder to yeah. find a decent person that you connect with sure. and like. And it was sure. like, oh, you see all these red flags, whether right. it be like you don't like the way they dress or like maybe um, their views aren't as 2019 as you'd like them to be, but you do have to look past those breakers. Is that like what you so were saying? Yeah,
0: like, you know how the, the, break, the short break is very yeah. choppy? Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. If you swim past that, there's calm. Yeah, that's what I mean by the breakers. Um, I think that we have a very low tolerance of staying in something if they're not going according to plan mm. or what we think, or yep. you know, a lot of. And and if you don't have two people looking inward mm-hmm. and growing together, mm-hmm. you're not swimming past the breakers. And I, so for, you're repeating yeah. patterns, basically. Yeah,
1: and I I've said this a million times on this podcast. It's like you should never need someone. You should want someone like it should be like a compliment like truffle butter added to your steak you're like i'm already a delicious juicy meaty steak i'm beautiful and like 45 dollars. but also (laughs) when i'm with my partner it's like i got truffle butter on me too it's like you you have to be two whole complete people i mean do you believe in the whole you gotta love yourself before you can love someone else thing
0: well i i i don't like that because that that says that there's like a an end to loving yourself and then you can love someone else (gasps) loving yourself is the rest of your life there's the quote and there are days you're gonna love yourself and there are days you're
1: gonna fucking hate hell yourself hell yeah, absolutely most days absolutely. for me
0: <laughs> so it's a, it's a ebb and flow it's a dance and yeah. for someone to say okay wait I got it. Now I love myself. Now I'm ready. It's like, no, it's not a light switch like that. It's very
1: exclusive because then that's to say that like you can't have those bad days. You can't have depression. You can't have one leg. You can't have, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's very exclusive. Yeah. Um, Before I let you go, Mm -hmm. I heard something that you talked about and I tried to explain it to my boyfriend this morning. I was like, I sent him your Dax Shepard interview, which I'll link below, but I thought it was so brilliant, Mm -hmm. wonderful. And I was like, just skip to this part because I want you to explain it where you talk about Oh, I'm gonna fuck this up right to your face. It's like things that happen to you, for you, through oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can you just say that?
0: Yes. Um I <laughs> go. Uh, blah, blah, um uh, a friend slash business partner told me this and I really it just hit me. It landed for me. There's these four stages. There's uh to me, mm-hmm. by me, for mm-hmm. me, and through me. Ooh. So to me is victim mode. He dumped me. It's it's that whole creating your prison because you are playing the victim, mm-hmm. and that's a mindset. So it's it's with everything. So if you're a very to-me person, you're not only like that in relationships, but you're probably like that with business right. and with all right. Um, that's the most powerless stage because Ooh. basically you, you have no power. You're yeah. a victim, right? Uh, buy me is all you go it's my way or the highway Uh-oh. and it's short lived right not so um, <laughs> buy me doesn't last especially in relationships um, no I'm good now I'm good now <laughs> and then you're not buy me no um, <laughs> Thanks. for me is when you get to a place where you actually believe you deserve something <gasps> like you deserve these donuts I do or whatever it is um that beautiful Christmas tree. That's true. Thank yes. you. It's from the dollar store. It's only $27. <laughs> I think it's gorgeous. Thank I love you. <laughs> it. Um, I love that, by the way, it's, it's not some tiny little, no. but it's like a really big tree. It's yeah, nice, thank
1: yeah. you. Did you see the disco star at the top? Look no. at the ceiling.
0: Oh, not, Oh, yeah. Wow, right? I'll put that it. in the bio, too, because people were asking me about that on Instagram. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we got then, For Me. So For me, me is a place yeah. of worth, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Finding get into a place, you actually deserve something healthy, like a relationship. And then Through Me is the most power-filled stuff. Stage, oh. And that's when you believe that you are a conduit and there's oh. something working through you. Wow. It's when you hit flow states. And you probably, um, as a states. comedian, mm-hmm, as just being mm-hmm, super mm-hmm, present, mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of through me kind of moments. Yeah. Right? Serendipity and yep. like mm-hmm. meeting people well, and all of that. Uh, what's
1: it called? Synchronicity. Synchronicity,
0: all the time. kind of getting out of your own way, out of your yep. own head. Mm mm-hmm. um, and that, so is, is that amazing. the
1: goal or do we kind of ebb and flow or do we? I think we
0: ebb and flow mm. and you can you could go macro with it. Like, well, in my 20s, I was to me, like, you know, 30s. 40. Or you could just be like this week, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, the goal would be to try to stay more in a for me and through me Ooh. instead of a to me and by me.
1: What if you are dating someone that's a to me, for me, Ra- rather than the other two good ones,
0: yeah. So I think you have to see if that person is on their journey to oh, going there, yeah. because then it's it's there's hope. Or they're just having a bad
1: week, right? Like yeah, said, exactly. Right right, 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 yeah. right. Uh, but
0: if they are stuck in a to me by me, so if they're a very iron fist or mm-hmm. you know. Look what you did to me uh, constantly, that's mm-hmm. their pattern. They're going to stunt your growth. Yeah. You know, then you might want to reconsider if the uh, abs and ass is worth <laughs> like the, the right, EQ the and, and other things that it takes. <laughs> so, right. Um, I, I just think it takes, it takes so much. If you think about it, it takes so much to build a relationship. <sighs> Shit, it's not
1: like it just happens and then like the honeymoon stage and then you're just a perfect fit. It's every single day choosing. Well, also today with
0: uh, swiping and the whole Mm -hmm. dating landscape Mm -hmm. and how people are hiding behind. Oh my god, it's crazy.
1: You talk about dating being dead.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I wrote something and it went viral because not because I'm a talented writer, but I think because (laughs) thank you, but because um, it hit a nerve. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, what what is dating today? You swipe. Uh pictures are mostly probably not real Mm -hmm. and and i did it for a while single i like i remember (laughs) once i swiped on like a a drew barrymore and drew carey showed up i was like (laughs) dude this is so unfair and being a gentleman i actually paid for dinner i hung out i made her laugh but i knew when she showed up that it was false Mm -hmm. advertising Mm -hmm. um and i always ask people like if you're gonna put up profile pics and all that wouldn't you want your your date, if to be pleasantly surprised instead yeah, of like, yeah, show it the
1: ugliest of you.
0: Well, I mean, maybe not the ugliest, but just yeah. real pictures, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: like mi- a mixture, a show mixture. you f- face tuned at a red carpet and then like your double chin in bed with a box of donuts. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Give variety is right, the spice right, of life, right? Yeah, but um, it's
1: disgusting. Like dating, that, you meet up for five minutes for a drink. And- yeah, it
0: feels very kind of, um, we're just condiments now. Mm-hmm. And then there's this thing called ghosting mm-hmm. where people just don't, that shit's like, I think it's so cowardly.
1: Well, it, it it we were all we were all about this honesty age about being no filter and upfront about our yep, feelings, yep. and then we got lazy and we're like, oh, now I just don't have to complete it.
0: Well, we also believe uh, that we have um, a lot of choices, which yep, we kind of options, do. That's fine, yeah. but
1: maybe we're in LA. We have infinite options. If you're in like fucking
0: yes, know, yes, true, St. but Louis. like <laughs> just in general, I think te- technology has given us a lot of. Um, looking over the fence thinking Mm. the grass is greener Mm -hmm. and it's all there's images they're photo they're photoshopped and they're filtered and that's why um, less
1: people are getting married
0: yeah and i think uh it prevents us from doing the real work on our own selves and our relationships
1: That was a good little tidbit to end oh, on.
0: Thank you. I love do, it.
1: Do your the work on yourself and you can do work <laughs> with John Kim, the angry therapist. Where can everyone find you? Because I, I highly suggest you at least go check out his Instagram because oh, I love thanks. reading your little
0: quotes. Yeah, that's the Angry Therapist, wherever. dot uh, com or on Instagram.
1: And your book, I used to be a miserable fuck. Are you coming out with a new one? Did yeah, you say recently?
0: Yeah, I just I just sold another one called <gasps> Single me, on Purpose.
1: Single on Purpose? Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm putting that out in the universe. Uh, confidence, don't forget, you can rate this on iTunes. You can tweet us at ConfidentlyPod. You can DM us um i would love to get your book and do a giveaway that's what i'm gonna do
0: oh i'm gonna for do sure. a giveaway yeah, let me know for
1: everyone that fall follow- well <laughs> don't worry. i'm gonna buy it <laughs> i didn't just like put you on blast like no no i got i got give for you. free <laughs> stuff um
0: i i could definitely only donate because
1: books. i definitely have no. some people in my life that need to read no your no, stuff no no i got books for you. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah, yeah. Men. yeah yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> i didn't mean to put you on blast she's like, like john man. i'm gonna give away your car
0: <laughs> (laughs) I just, the card that, we're gonna give that away. Give me your work. Uh, Give me
1: your labors. I will pass it for free. But uh, I would love to do a giveaway with you. So make sure you're following us on Confidently Pod. Stay tuned for that.
0: Also, if you want to be a life coach and you're curious, um, go to journey.co. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Your life
1: coaching stuff.
0: Yeah. I have a whole school that will um, answer questions and train you to certify you as a life coach if you want to help people.
1: I'm not there yet.
0: I could twice. Five years. I could. I could Five. totally it. Okay, maybe three. like
1: three. Yeah, I'm going to be old soon. I
0: think now, but anyway.
1: That's really cool. I don't think I've ever heard of something like that.
0: Yeah, Good I mean, for you.
1: Yeah. I just love him. Okay, thank you, Confidants. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.